everyone. Welcome to our podcast, What's Your Movie? I'm Preston. And I'm Emily. For each episode, we pick a movie that one of us hasn't seen. And that person has to try their best to guess what the movie is about. Then we take a break, watch the movie, and come back to discuss how right or how wrong we were. Full disclosure, we aren't movie experts. We just really like them. Now, on to the show. All right, folks, welcome back. Another episode of yeah. our brilliant podcast. <laughs> Hopefully, you're, uh, hope I'm, appreciate that you're still with us yeah. after all these episodes. Oh, dang, you already got one out of the Yeah, cup. I did it when you weren't looking. I was, I was trying well, to I distract you with my voice. But you, you, you got it. I pulled one. All right, well, looks, let's get right right on into it. It looks like your handwriting. No, it's your handwriting. I don't know See if it is. the outside? It's yours. Oh, it is my handwriting. Uh-oh. You ready? <laughs> no. Three, two, one. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Ooh, so, The Godfather Part 2. Godfather Part 2, folks. You know what? I think I recently... Not recently. I think... This is my movie. <laughs> yes. Godfather Part 2. I think I watched the first one... A couple years, a few years ago when I was working for Peter Hunt. Oh. Um, well. Whilst I was working, yes. You had not seen The Godfather before that? No. No. I've seen the first, I will say in full, disclo- full disclosure, I've seen The Godfather Part 1. Yeah. A bunch. But I like, I Is know, that the one with times. leave the gun, take the cannolis? Yes. Okay, that's, that's, that's the first the Godfather. Yeah. Uh, the Godfather Part 2 I've only seen, I think, once. All the way through. But 2 is supposed to be better, yeah? Uh, people no? say that. I, oh. I, it's, it is a, I respect people who think Godfather Part 2 is a better film. Hmm, okay. I would say God, I would argue Godfather Part 1 is still the better movie. Yeah. Both with, in my opinion, the characters, the structure, whatnot. Honestly, um, I don't remember what happens. Well, I don't want to tell you what happens in Godfather. Godfather Part 2 does something, first of all, I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it's much longer. Oh. Than the first movie, well, um, it does do it something matter. interesting in terms of a dual narrative. Okay. So I don't want to give away to him too much, but let's just say. Well, don't tell me anything. I I'm will say anything. Let you guess. I will stop there. <laughs> I'll stop there. Oh shoot! I I know that it starts there. That the first one is isn't it like a family drama? Yeah. Where it's like well, it family against family kind of? Uh, or within, no, it's within a family. Well, tech, yeah. I mean, both are true. Oh. <laughs> so there's competing mob families. Yeah. Right? So, but it's it's mostly about the Corleones. Well, you don't want to tell me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. But you but saw the first movie. You think? I, like three years ago, four years ago. I have more no that, idea. A long time more ago. More than that, it was with Peter Hunt. It's been that was a long like four time. years ago. I think it was more than that. Whatever. Whatever. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I don't really know or remember the specifics. So I'm going to say this is also drama within the family. Yeah, it's a family drama. You know what The Godfather is, though, overall. If you had to put like a genre to it. It's a mob drama. It's It's crime drama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying I don't know the plot. Sure. I, I, that's... I, don't, I don't expect you to. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously. All right, well, get to guessing, girl. Oh, Lord. Get to guessing. Okay. What if The Godfather Part Two is a prequel? Oh. It's not, but it could be. That's an interesting theory. A prequel, like before, <laughs> events before, before The Godfather? The Godfather. Wow. Maybe it takes one of the characters and it's like when they were younger. Oh. And kind of gets us to where the first movie started. That's what I'm thinking. You're, have you seen The Godfather Part 2? No. Okay, all right. Pretty close. 
No, I'm not. You're, you're really, such a, you're you know, spot. even if you say I'm close, I know you're lying. You know what? But I think the lack of trust is really the foundation <laughs> of our relationship. But I do. So that's going to be my guess. I'm going to say maybe it's something different where it's it starts. Like a prequel with, and a sequel. Yeah. That's a wild idea, by the way. Where it starts. It's a great idea for a movie. Yeah. That's why I'm guessing it. <laughs> sorry, okay, sorry, sorry. And keep, keep going. You're on, you're on a roll. That's all I really got, though. That... I don't know which one who the Godfather is. Is that Al Pacino? Um, it's it's so it's Marlon Brando who is uh, Vito Corleone, and I'm not too sure if it's Corleone or Corleone. They both say I've I think the Italian is Corleone. Oh, um, but he's the one with like he's the, the Godfather. He's the one who's got um the, cotton swabs yes, in his mouth, big old cotton balls in his yeah. cheeks to make it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's Wait, Marlon. does he actually have convos or yeah. do, do people just put him in to make him look like him? No, so, I think that's so why I think I heard that it was, Mar- it was Marlon Brando's choice to do that because. To actually put convos. Put cotton in, in there because okay. he wanted to have it be more Ooh, like mumbly. I'm I, the godfather. You, yeah, you, wow, that was, <laughs> that was something funny. else. Man. Um, I think what I heard. And in he the, like scratches under his chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, I think he had gone to the dentist before they started filming. Ooh. And so he still had, like, numb, he still had, like, cotton pads in mm-hmm. his mouth from that. And was still kind of, yeah. like, numb from the Novocaine. And he liked the way that made his voice sound. Because it just kind of gave it a distinct new kind of speech. Weird. You know, that's funny. cadence to him. So, um... So I think that's why he has the cotton pads. It so could have just been a weird choice that he just ooh, wanted to Ooh, okay. Too. Well, now my guess might be wrong. I'm, You know what? I'm going to stick with it. But if... But I'll answer your question, was, So it was Marlon Brando is the godfather in the first one. Yeah. But then Michael Corleone takes mm. over, who is Al Pacino. At the end of the film, because oh, okay. Marlon Brando, dies. his character dies. Yes. Um. Okay, well, shoot. Because I was... My guess is, was, you know, that they were... That the movie is them younger, but they're not going to make Al Pacino younger, and because he's still in the second movie, mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's in the movie. Darn. Okay. Well then, that's probably definitely wrong. I don't think they're going to do like young age makeup on him, or they right. just are like, yeah, he's young. <laughs> right. Darn. Right. Well, shoot. Then now I know I'm wrong. I mean, you're not doing terrible. You're doing. But you're, I think you're... I think that would have been a good guess. I think the idea. If it wasn't listen, wrong. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. The idea of doing a sequel that is a sequel continuation from the first movie and a prequel, like mm-hmm. events before that first movie starts, that's a brilliant idea. I think I'm it's a really cool very idea. Very smart. Yeah. It's wrong for this, but that's okay. So okay, so if. I don't remember who kills the Godfather. Does Al Pacino? No. So, so here's what's cool about um, the first movie. I mean, the movie's the first movie is incredible. So is the second one. Second one's, second one's a great film too. I'm gonna guess that whoever killed the Godfather, that this movie is about like no one kills the Godfather uh, oh. in the first movie. And I'm only telling you that wow. because I'm only telling you that really because this guesses. is uh, the sequel. This is just I'm just trying to help you. I know. Get to where we are now. The first he movie. He dies of natural there, causes. There, there, there is an assassination attempt on Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm also telling you this because you fails. said you've seen it before. Yeah, <laughs> I have. Clarify. I said I don't remember uh, anything. So there's an assassination attempt on on Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. He does not. It's like at like this market with like all this, you know, these. Uh, it's like a farmer's market. Mm-hmm. He does not die. He gets shot, gets wounded, goes to the hospital. Doesn't die though. Mm-hmm. 
he does end up, Marlon Brando, Vito Corleone, does end up dying from a heart attack. He's in like a vineyard yeah, with his grandson right. and he has a heart attack and dies. Or grandson oh, or granddaughter. Oh, yeah, I do kind of remember that. And so that's, which is interesting because it's like you think he's going to die in this big mm. epic, you know, shootout or whatever. No, he just, no, he just ends name. up having a heart attack. Okay. Which I think is kind of cool. Well, then, I'm still going to say that they're trying to go after whoever was trying to assassinate sure. him. Do they still call it assassinate? How come some people are just murdered and some people are assassinated? I think in the mob it's called getting whacked. Okay. <laughs> well, whoever was going to kill him, I think that the family, the family like a political figure. is coming together to fight whoever was trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. And that's what the movie's about. Sure. It's a revenge But there story. are three, right? There are three. Full disclosure, I have never seen the third movie. Nor, I never saw the third Godfather. I. Seems like I haven't seen the first one. <laughs> I mean, I'm helping you out. Yeah. The um, first one's great. When, how long ago have you seen the this first one? or the second? The first one? I feel like I saw the first one again maybe maybe like five years ago. I saw so it you've again. seen it a few times. More recently. I've seen the first one probably... Ten times Holy or so. Holy moly. Maybe, okay, maybe, so you definitely know it. Maybe not that much. But uh, the second one I've only seen once. And it oh. was probably, I mean, I don't know, 12 years ago. When do you when do you think it came out? The first one came out, I think, I want to say 1972. And the second mm. one came out 74. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. Not while you were alive. No, it was before my um, time. Okay. Well, oh, I forget I have questions. Yeah. Uh, might, I mean, those were questions, but for my plot guessing, <laughs> um, is Al Pacino, oh, I mean, I know nobody's really a good guy, but is Al Pacino a good guy? He's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. He's, he's. Now, was the godfather his godfather or did he marry into the family? No, it's, it was his dad. So Marlon Brando, oh. Vito Corleone is his father. Who's the woman? Is it um? Wait, 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 wait. Is it Diane Keaton? Mm-hmm. She plays his wife. <sighs> My best friend. Yeah. God, I love Diane Keaton. I really do. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Right, so you think it's a revenge story, huh? Yeah. Is right. he? Wait, is he? Sorry, who'd you say she played? She plays his wife. Al Pacino's wife. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> Listen, you don't have to. If you don't have to go into detail, you know, if you want to keep it thin and and keep it broad, we can just go watch it. I see, I see shootouts. There might be, there may be one or two guns fired in this movie. Yeah, might be a couple shootouts. I feel like I might be thinking of a different movie where they like go into a um in the first one like a warehouse. Mm -hmm. There's a shooting, and he like shoots the wrong guy. I feel like that's a movie we watched together at some point. And he point, shoots though. the wrong guy. Yeah, and then I just don't know. Going. Okay, I think it's a. Different I mean, movie. it sounds like a movie that we've seen. Yeah. But when I say her warehouse, I think of hundreds of movies we've seen. That, yeah. That were, well, because there's like a cop who shoots the wrong guy. Um, I have no clue okay, what movie not, you're thinking not about. That one, Probably not this one. <laughs> but definitely, it's not the first one, and I'm not even guessing about the first one. Right. Right. Yeah, um. Listen, we yeah. can just we get listen, we can end it there. So you think that <laughs> you don't want to keep hearing me flounder. So you've ditched back and so forth. you're not you're ditching the idea that it's like it's not a prequel. 
You don't think it's You know what? I'll just say for the sake of having something to guess that the that the that the movie does start with a like prequel esque like maybe the first like 20 minutes are okay. like a prequel part and then it flashes forward to gotcha. um because I don't think they would it wouldn't be a whole prequel because um because um Al Pacino's in it. Right. So so I would say maybe the first little chunk of it is a prequel. Yeah. And it's kind of just like uh establishing his character. Sure. Um more <laughs> I'll, I'll put it out there too so just recently I, I have not seen it but there's a new series on paramount tv mm-hmm. called the offer which is all about them making the first godfather movie which the first godfather movie there was tons tons of hurdles the studio fought them on everything francis Ford coppola just like was always fighting the studio oh the second so the first one did really really well and i think i think one best picture oh. i think the first one did win best picture Plus other nominations of yeah. Marlon Brando won Best Actor for it as of well. Uh, best Actor or Best Supporting Actor, I forget. But, no, I'm sorry. No, he didn't. He won it for a different project. Oh. He won it for a different movie. Anyway. He was probably not. I think he won it for Last Tango in Paris. Anyway. Um, but the second movie, because the first one was so was so successful, that they just gave Francis Ford Coppola the, key, the keys to the kingdom and were like, hey, make oh. whatever you want. So he had a lot more freedom and leeway to make the second movie. And made it real long. <laughs> made it pretty damn long. So it's it's oh. it's a it's well, a lengthy beast. Is the offer like a documentary or is it no, a it's, fiction it's, of no, them it, making it? It's not fiction. It's a true story, but it's a it's I a, mean, you know it's I mean. a scripted series, series. Okay. based on the true story of the making the uh, the making of the Godfather. Yep. Oh. Interesting. Yep. And your best friend Miles Teller, isn't it? <sighs> your best bud. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I love Diane Keaton. Oh, uh, nobody Al can. Yeah, nobody can say anything bad about Al Pacino. I mean, I'm sure people could, but no, he's great. Um, All right, let's but do let's it. Let's just watch it. I don't want to make people listen no, to me no, no, let's flounder like All a right. dead fish. Let's go watch this movie that's not a sequel, it's a but classic, also not though. a prequel. It's pretty classic. I'm excited. All right, let's do it. I'm excited for you to see it. Me too. Okay. Welcome back, folks. Yes. Just watched the epic three-hour, 20-minute sequel. That was long. That was really long. It takes you know, a lot longer when you watch it at home and you can yeah, pause it to yeah. use the bathroom and whatnot. That and also <laughs> probably recommend don't start this movie at 9 o'clock at night because if your wife who falls asleep at 9.45, <laughs> that's on her normal schedule. It might take you... It's a two-day event. It's, it's a two-day event for sure. I mean, but, no, we watched it between in the 10 seconds of our... Oh, yeah, we were... Guys, we left, watched it, start to finish, did not take a break, and came right back to record the rest of the episode. We did just watch it. We did just we did wrap just it like it. less than 10 minutes ago. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Classic. How can you um, I guess I was kind of right that it... You were... Like you said, there was so, a prequel slash... Uh, not sequel. sequel yeah so you were 100 percent right when you guessed that i was like kind of giving you this glary look i was like yeah but you do that and movie. i usually think you're just messing with me which so. <laughs> which listen i bluffed my way out of it and uh you thought you were on the wrong track which works works out for me you were very close you were yeah. very accurate but a- it was like both at the same time i was saying yeah. that i thought it kind of like started as a prequel and then goes back but it 
is yeah. the timeline is they back run, and forth. Yeah. It, it go, it's like, uh, I don't, I don't want to say concurrent, but that's not right. But it's like, basically, yeah. they just split it where it's like, you see Michael's storyline yeah. in the future, which is like 1958 to 1960, at least, maybe mm-hmm. 1959 at least. And then Vito Corleone, who starts off in Sicily in the town of Corleone, Corleone, and he's nine years old. Yeah. And his father is murdered by this local mob boss. Yeah, then it starts his with his brother. dad's funeral. Starts... Then his dad, then his brother gets shot at his dad's funeral. His brother vows revenge, runs into the hills, and then is murdered by this local mob boss. Yeah. Um, that poor wife. Her. Son is murdered at her husband's Don't, funeral. <laughs> I know, and then how sad. And then she goes to like ask that mob boss, like, Don Don't don't hurt my other son because he's too stupid and he's too sweet. Like he won't hurt anybody. I promise. He's weak. He's weak. And uh, he's basically then, like he will, but he'll grow into he'll, he'll grow, grow strong. Yeah, and he'll come back for revenge. She's like, no, he's no, he won't. And then she. Pulls a knife she out. hesitates too long. She pulls a knife out, but she doesn't go for it, and then they shoot her. Well, so he just loses his sh- whole family. Yeah, right, right out uh, the gate. Right from the first five minutes of the movie, he's yeah. lost his. It's his dad's funeral. His brother's dead. His mom yeah. gets shot by these monsters at his compound. Yeah, and then he comes to America. And then he flees and goes to America, where he's he goes through Ellis Island. He yeah. has smallpox, so he has to yeah. quarantine. For like they put three it months. so when he goes through like Ellis Island, Island the. Uh, whatever you call it, like the, the port security or whatever, whatever yeah. you call it. They put an, an X, X with coat. a circle, like, in chalk on him. That was for mentally ill patients. Really? Not, yeah. Why? Why That's, would they, I mean, why would they put it on him? Um, because, I think because he didn't, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't, it doesn't oh. talk. They think well, he he's doesn't a, speak English. doesn't speak English. He's a mute. And so when they are speaking to him in Italian, he also doesn't respond. Though. Oh, right. But there's a lot of things. I think they, they, they think that he's mentally Oh God! Unfit. It's like so, no, he's eight and traumatized. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Um, also has smallpox, so that's a factor yeah, as well. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, then eventually that you know that that boy grows up to be Robert Al Pacino. De Niro. Oh, Robert I De Niro. mean Robert, yeah, Robert De Niro, and then Vito Robert Corleone. De Niro's son is Al Pacino. Is Al Pacino Michael yeah. Corleone? Which yeah. I will say this is this was a tricky movie because if you have if you're not very familiar with the first movie, there's not a ton you need to know about the first movie that leads into this one, but there are yeah, characters I think, like I didn't remember the first one. I feel like I was fine. I mean, it's its own movie. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Vito Corleone, it's like, well, if you're watching this, you're like, who the hell is that? <laughs> you know, if you don't have like a precursor of who Vito Corleone oh. Vito Corleone is Marlon Brando in the first movie. Oh, um, right. I was like, well, we know who he is because they show him right away. Right, but there, there's I mean, obviously there's They show him as Robert De Niro, right. not as Obviously Which is interesting that so, um, obviously Marlon Brando has a very specific way that he talks, like we said in the, mm-hmm. in the first movie. And Robert De Niro does not speak like that for a good chunk of the movie. And then all of a sudden, sure. when he's like about to kill this guy or like after he kills him, then he kind of talks. Oh no. It's right when he says, I'm going to give him a, uh, make, him make an offer he can't refuse. Then he talks like that, and I was like, well, where did that come from? He all of a sudden talks like that. Also... I think you could argue that if you want to put a narrative reason behind it, it's because he's transforming into the Godfather as that progresses. So it's an artistic way to show that. It was pretty abrupt. Sure. Sure. To me. Fair enough. And also, you pointed out, like, like, um, Don Fanucci. Fanucci? 
Fanuccio? Now I his name. Fanucci. I think it's Fanucci. Yeah. Um, the guy, like, the, in the 19... The mob boss that... Wears all uh, white in, uh, you know... Yeah, little... that he goes to kill. Yeah, so in, like, the 1917 to 1920, it's like that mob boss who wears all, wears all white has a giant scar across his throat. Yeah. Clearly someone's trying to slice his throat. Probably, yeah. Um, but uh, when he... So when Robert De Niro goes to make him an offer, he can't refuse. And Donna Fanucci kind of, like, pinches Robert De Niro's cheek. And Donna Fanucci walks away. Robert De Niro kind of like brushes off his cheek, which yeah. Marlon Brando does. Like, that's what he keeps doing. Right. He keeps doing that. Like a little bit. That's his like, I wish, I mean, obviously it, you can't see us. It's almost like he's been but, dirtied. Yeah. By, like, but you so know he, what he's doing. Like, right. Which Marlon Brando You guys does. can't see me, but you guys know what I'm right. talking about. But Marlon Brando <laughs> does that, that. That's part of his body language. He does a ton oh, of yeah, the movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So. It was kind of you know cool that thing. just from like pop culture too. Oh yeah, yeah like, absolutely. That he's always like, like rubbing his cheek. Rub, <laughs> I don't that? sound like him at all, but you yeah, know, he's always rubbing, rubbing his, his he's always rubbing his cheek, which I thought was interesting because I haven't he, seen like, his movie in a long time. He like brushes up his cheek a little bit. He, um, trying but to get Fernucci The offer he can't refuse. Right. Not an offer. He doesn't. Doesn't make that up. He well, doesn't do anything. I. He's just like I'm. He tries to be. He's just like I can't pay you right now. And then the guy's like. You got some balls. I should, if you yeah. want to work for me, you can come work for me. Right. And then there, there, there was killing no, him later. I will but say, no offer. There's no offer. I would love to hear some Godfather fans' theory on this because in the first movie, yes, like when he makes someone an offer they can't refuse, it is a, a threat, heavy oh, threat. Yeah, but also, assume. but there's still an offer to be made. There's still like, hey, we can do business. It's basically we're gonna do business or I kill you. Yeah, that's the offer you can't refuse. Do you think his offer was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna pay you everything, so either I don't pay you everything and you let me go." But then the guy was like, "Right." Do you think it was more of like an undertone <clears throat> that he was like, or not undertone, but you know what I mean? Um, that the other guy, Fanucci, was mm-hmm. like, "Well, you don't pay me, and if you're not gonna pay me everything, then you're gonna have to work for me." No, I think. I, I'll no, be honest with you. No. I think that that was a way to sneak in the line from the first movie to kind of have a callback to oh. like, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse because that's what Marlon Brando says is really oh. in the first movie. But uh, when Robert De Niro makes the quote unquote offer, offer. he can't refuse, guess what? Fonucci, uh does refuse the offer, right? He says like, he says, you got balls. You know what? How about you come work for me? There is no offer. Well, there there's an offer, but it's not really a... He's like, how about I don't? He pay takes you the everything? money. I also, he does take the money, but it's not like he. Well, he owes him six hundred dollars, and right. he gives him one hundred. Gives him one hundred, right? Exactly. Anyway, don't we don't know. need to get <laughs> yeah, up on this one just scene. Only talk about. That. Um, so um, I'll tell you what I noticed watching this. Yeah. Uh, another time through. Yes, it's a yes, it's a crime. It's a crime drama. It's a yeah. gangster movie. Mm-hmm. It's a revenge story, though. Like, this yeah, is which like, is what I also guessed. Right. It's a totally a revenge story. Both for Vito Corleone, who is all... I got like a 9 out of 10, man. <laughs> you, you were pretty, pretty accurate, I'll be honest. Yeah. You, were, you were very sentences, accurate. Two sentences, I said. But it's definitely like a revenge story. Not only for... Michael Corleone is taking revenge on... From the from the opening of his storyline, very mm-hmm. early on, he you know there's this assassination attempt, which you know he goes inside of his bedroom, and he's, he's living in Nevada at this point, because he's trying to really kind of take over Lake the Nevada... Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. But he's trying to take over like the Nevada casino scene, mm-hmm. which notoriously in the fifties, like the mafia built Las Vegas. Yeah. And, you know. But um he goes home to his mansion, which has an army of guards, and well, it's his a wife. Whole 
compound. Right. His wife, who is Diane Keaton, mm -hmm. she says um, something along the lines of like... Why are the drapes open? Why are the drapes open? When they're going to sleep, yeah. And he's he's walking up the window and he has a split second of hesitation. You see his eyes really briefly kind of widen. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. They're, there's only one reason these drapes are open right now. And then immediately this gunfire breaks out. Which also, I don't... I mean, that makes sense, but, like, who opened them, kept them open from the inside? Because I'm like, well, wouldn't you be the one to close them? It's your bedroom. Who opened the drapes? Someone who knew him. That's Fredo. I know, but I'm saying, why didn't he just close the blinds when he went into his room to go to bed? I, that's a good point. They could have. <laughs> or she could have gone in there and closed the drapes. Because yeah. she was in bed already. Well, Listen, they were like, oh, we don't close our own drapes. Yeah, but so. we're, too, we're too high and mighty to close our own drapes. <laughs> um, that will have the help close the drapes. Yeah. No, but he walks inside and that's obviously like the signal that like, yeah, you know, so he's Fredo, one of them, whoever his assassins had a clear shot like to know yeah. when he was home. Yeah. Um, which is ballsy as hell because again, when you when after the gunfire breaks out, there is an army of yeah, and you're still on the compound. And you're on the compound. You're not gonna escape. Dogs are released. Guys with rifles are uh, yeah, and then you know, and they then find they the, find those two guys dead. And they're dead. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a revenge story. So anyway, from that moment on, for the rest of Michael's storyline, he's he's getting revenge on all of his enemies. Yeah. Because what does who, he say later on? He says, "I don't want to hurt anybody." Unless right. they're my enemies. <laughs> um, or he well, said something. I something mean, close to not, that. It's like, not it's, quoted. But... It's, it's, I don't need to eliminate everyone, just my enemies. Yeah. Or something like that. It's, it, or I was close enough. Very close. Yeah. Very, very close. But then also Vita Corleone, who was kind of seen as, you know, this is, a, this is a very thin way to put this, but the more moral of the two characters, he's, you know... He does things sure. like more like for like the good of like other Italians, and he sees people are being abused by Don Fanucci, and he... yeah, because he killed him because that guy was making like right. everyone pay, and he was like, why? Right. Well, like, so why are we paying this guy? He he's definitely seen again as more of the moral mafia yeah. Don, and people <laughs> sure. people love him versus Michael Corleone, where people are really afraid of him. If that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I can tell that. But but uh, Vito Corleone also lives for revenge as well you find out towards the end yeah. he goes i mean it takes him i don't know let's just say 20 plus years 30 years maybe yeah. before he achieves that godfather status and he goes back to corleone mm -hmm. and he kills the guy who killed his don i think it's don ciccio ciccio c-i-c-c-i-o ciccio ciccio um don ciccio which that old guy is like about to die anyway. Right. He stabs. That's him. the thing. He could die. Like, so right, much well. like so much like Hyman Roth, who is the Jewish gangster also in Michael's such an timeline. Unfortunate name. Hyman Roth. Yeah. I think it's a cool name. Hyman Roth. Yeah. H Y M A N. Whatever. Are you not aware what body part that is? No. You want to tell me? <laughs> tell me, girl. You want to tell the podcast? No. No. Hyman? Oh my God! Stop saying it, please. Show me on the doll where the hymen exists. Oh my God! Please. Uh, is, the, is, the, is this the hymen? Okay, stop um, it. So anyway, Hyman Roth, who's oh played by God, Lee okay. Strasberg. Yes. Right. So Lee Strasberg, I looked at his IMDb. He only has like ten movie credits. He was primarily a stage actor, primarily yeah. a teacher. Uh -huh. And I'm and I didn't look I didn't look this up. I should have. I'm fairly certain he is who Al he taught Al Pacino and Robert De Niro that in makes, New York. Yeah, I mean they're both that method seems guys. Very prop probable <laughs> yeah both method actors and i it was actually al pacino who reached out to lee strasberg to, to play, play hyman Roth. and this is a little trivia i found out um lee strasberg turned the part down initially oh. but francis ford coppola had his dad francis ford coppola the director had yeah. his dad oh, talk to lee strasberg 
and they're about the same age. And oh. Lee Strasberg, his talked dad, he talked him into doing it. Oh. <laughs> that was nice. So yeah, it was cool. But anyway, um, but yeah, Lee Strasberg, much like Don uh, Ciccio, mm-hmm. both old men who are die, who are dying. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? They could both Vito Corleone and Michael Corleone could let these yeah. old gangsters, these old. They're going to die soon, but it's like, no, they want it's, the, it's the principle. It's the principle of it, and they also want yeah. their blood to be on their hands. However, Michael Corleone, as yeah. you, we, there is, so Michael Corleone does not get blood on his hands. He never. Al Pacino, yeah, he's, he didn't kill anybody himself. No, which is interesting because, one, he's a war hero who did, he got the oh, Navy right. Cross in combat. Yeah. He was in the Marines. And then in the first movie, he does kill people. He kills. Oh, he kills a. Okay. Yeah. So like, there's this scene where they meet at, at Dempsey's, which is like Jack Dempsey, the old uh, heavyweight boxer's uh, cafe. Okay. They meet at Dempsey's, <laughs> and he kills the police chief or police captain, uh-huh. who's in bed with this other uh, mafia boss. And so he killed. Okay. Sure he kills so he both has killed somebody. Okay. But I don't believe he. But ki- not in the second one. But not in the second movie. But the second mm-hmm. movie, he doesn't get any. He lets everyone else. He do lets someone else do his dirty work oh, yeah. for him. That's a better, better idea. And there's a part when you were like, you pointed out like he's he was eating oh, an orange. Oh, towards the very end. Oh my god. He was eating an orange. Eating an orange that was like tiny. Oh, there was like a little. There was like a hole that was peeled, and he was holding on right. to it like and eating it like an apple, but not yeah. eating the peel. He was like s- sucking the juice. So kind he. Of. So you pointed that out. And I was like, I was like, well, that is a really weird way to eat an orange. And then I thought, wait a minute, he. Just peeled off just enough to eat like a part of the orange, but what he's holding still has the orange skin on it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, Michael Corleone doesn't get his hands dirty mm-hmm. ever. So I was like, that's an interesting choice. And I'm sure that's what the actor choice was for clever, him as well. Clever, clever, and very stupid way to eat an orange. Yeah. So but... let me ask you this question. Yeah. This movie's pretty long. It is long. But I think it's interesting because it's long. But do you think that this was intended to be two different movies, almost? Where it's like you have Vito Corleone's storyline and then you have Michael Corleone's storyline. Oh, do I you think, think it, so. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I think it was intended to be one movie. Yeah. But I, it feels like it, it feels like two different movies, right? To me. I mean, but they're kind of interwoven. Two different, two different timelines, for sure. Two time, yeah, fair enough. Okay. I don't think it seems like two different movies. They're not... Because... Both the timelines are like they never cross done over. the same. Like I don't think they're done in different like styles. Sure, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. I think it's interesting because it's such a long movie. But it, if you think about it, like I mean, think about TV shows. Like there's so many you know crime drama TV shows that have a million mul- episodes. Yeah, you know, each episode's an hour. Let's say, yeah. and you have ten or twelve or thirteen episodes in a season. It's like when we think about it, like, think about it like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, a three hour movies. Well, they did have an intermission. Too- <laughs> they did as was very common for, yeah. for older movies yeah that was funny um, um what was your favorite part my favorite part of the movie uh that's a hard question i do really man it's such it's so interesting because i i love the period piece stuff and even though this was like even like this came out in 1974 which the stuff right. with michael was like from 1958 to 1960 yeah, so it wasn't that much. Wasn't earlier. that old? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't wasn't that much earlier from when the movie came out. But yeah. it just the cars are so cool looking. Yeah, that's the true. the style of like seeing where Vito Corleone and it's which I want to say it's little it's little Italy or whatever you would call that part of New York. Yeah. Um, my favorite part, God, it's hard to say. I might, I, I like just like seeing or hearing 
hearing Anne sing, I guess. All just like the classic where I was like, Oh yeah. That's yeah. it. That's where that's from and like Oh, the the iconic dialogue. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite scene or favorite part. Yeah, um, I mean, it's all pretty good. It is, and I think that I mean it's 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 hard to pick a favorite part because it's quite frankly it's such a tragic movie for so many characters. Yeah, like the deaths are nothing to really be celebrated. I don't think like when mm-hmm. even when Don Fornucci, who's you know Vito Corleone, kills Bad it's guy. it's it's also reminiscent of uh, if you've seen Taxi Driver, which you've seen with me, yeah. when he like shoots him in the face. Like it's yeah. very which is that. interesting that like that's the first person he's killed. He shoots him three times and like doesn't even he flinch. He the gun in his mouth. Oh, yeah. well, and, and, but you, at you the character like doesn't even flinch. Doesn't like you bring up a good point. He is very cold. Yeah. And so this idea that Vito Corleone Surprising. is like somehow like this moral character. I'm yeah. like well, a family guy. <laughs> right. That's the first person he kills. Yeah. And it is like Brutal. he feels nothing. I he mean, looks, he doesn't show anything. That's he doesn't show anything. Sure. He's, he, if anything, he's ha- he's proud of himself and happy with what he did. Yeah. And he's just like a cold-blooded killer. Um, that might... I don't want to say that's my favorite part, but that was interesting because, you again, you think that he's this, like, moralistic yeah. character. At least people in pop culture kind of see him as that, as that yeah. character. But he's... he's moralistic, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's um, do you have any more trivia? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Oh. I do. I have, a ton. I have a ton. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't ton. need a ton. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> tell me your favorites. You want to just go through the uh, the actors? I'll just kind of so all all, sure. the, all the trivia I pulled, which I think maybe it's because we're both actors as well, and I just sure. kind of focused on this. All right. So hit me with them. here's some. Here's Robert. I broke him up into categories per actor. Oh, Ready? God. <laughs> I'll give all it right. short. Well, let's move it along. <laughs> so. Robert De Niro, we'll talk about him first. All right, played Vito Corleone, won the Oscar for okay. uh, Best Supporting Actor. Yes. So he spent four months learning how to speak the Sicilian dialect of Italian in order to play Vito Corleone. Oh, okay. And he spent uh, three, he lived in Sicily for three months to get that accent right. Oh, nice. And as soon as he was done filming The Godfather Part Two, uh-huh. he immediately went to the welfare office to sign for unemployment checks unemployment benefits oh. so he finished a movie but because and it's pretty common to hear a lot of well, actors, talk actors about this. do yeah well it's not like, employed anymore you finish a movie you are unemployed, unemployed yeah. and you wait you have to wait to get paid yeah, so it's like sense. he probably had to leave whatever i think he was a waiter at the time too yeah. he probably had to leave his restaurant of job course. to go do this movie for shot up shot for a hundred days well it worked out okay what else worked out for him He's doing fine now. Yeah, he's good. Um, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Th- this is not. This is not paint him in a positive light. Uh-huh, here's good. the. Here's the. Here's what I got for, for Al Pacino. He seems scary. So Al Pacino caused problems throughout production, oh, demanding a massive salary and heavy script rewrites. Hmm. He frequently complained about Francis Ford Coppola's sh- slow pace, yelling, "Serpico only took nineteen days." And he threatened to quit. So he did the oh. surf recorder. Well, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> um, he made $500,000 on this film plus 10% share of the profits oh. for this movie. Okay. Compared to the first movie, which was like, I think one of one of his, well, definitely one of his first films. It was like, yeah. I think he only had like four or five films under his belt. Okay. Um, he only made $25,000 in the first oh, film. Wow. Second movie made $500,000 plus 10% of the profits. But again, it and, was done in the 70s. Yeah, well, it was. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, for inflation, it would be a lot more, more than that. Yeah. And Francis Ford Coppola, last thing about Al Pacino, he rewrote the script over a weekend because Al Pacino said he didn't like the original and would not do the film. Oh, wow. Apparently, he said to Francis Ford Coppola, um, the script uh, basically said, like, the script actually was, he didn't mind the script, but he knew it could be better. Oh, God. <laughs> so Francis Ford Coppola rewrote the whole thing. 
right, on a Marlon Brando. That's almost more annoying. Okay. Who's not in this who's movie? Not a, yeah, he's not in this. That's part of this <laughs> trivia. Okay. Um, so Marlon Brando was scheduled to return for a cameo in the flashback at the end of the film, oh. but because of the way Paramount Pictures treated him during The Godfather, mm. he did not show up for shooting on the day the scene was filmed. Oh, shoot. So Francis Ford Coppola rewrote the scene without Vito, and it was filmed the next day. Oh. So the day he was supposed to shoot, wow. he didn't show up. Yikes. So that's why the ending scene, which... Rough. When they're all sitting at the dinner table, yeah, it's Marlon Brando's birthday. It's Vila Corleone's birthday. Oh, he's supposed it's to be surprise in that party. Scene. Gotcha. Which everyone goes in to say surprise. Yeah, Vito. you hear surprise in the other room. You don't hear Marlon Brando's there. voice. You don't hear. You don't yeah. see him. And and just narratively wise, uh, narratively wise, whatever. Narrative wise, yeah. Uh, Al Pacino, Michael Corleone is sitting there alone because he doesn't consider himself part of the family. He doesn't really think of him. He even says to Sonny, he's like, you know, Sonny's like, you know, what's, what's more important? Bleed, you bleed for your family, not for your country. And, and Michael's like, well, I don't agree with that. Mm. Basically, like, my country's more important to me than my family. Um, and then James Caan, <laughs> who is in that scene, he said, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he asked that he be paid the same amount of money to play Sonny mm-hmm. at the end of the film, in the flashback, as he was paid for the entire filming of the first Godfather movie. Oh, did they? And do that it? request was met. Oh, he made good for, him. for one scene. He got paid exact the whole sure equal salary that he got for the first Godfather. Wow, good for him. And here's a couple fun parts for you. All right, here's okay. a couple things I think you might enjoy. All right, so Timothy Carey, don't not a name that rings a bell. Who had turned down the offer to play Luca Brazzi in the original was offered the role of Don Fanucci in this film. So he's who. Oh, okay. Case. It says while performing his audition at Paramount Pictures, in which Francis Ford Coppola and Martin Scorsese were present, Carey pulled a prop gun loaded with blanks out of a pastry box he had with him and fired a shot at Coppola oh. before pretending to commit suicide. <gasps> Reports, is there, here's the end of it, reports differ as to whether Coppola immediately offered Carrie the role or whether Carrie was removed by security. In addition... Those are two vastly <laughs> different reactions. Yeah. In addition, the actor made several monetary demands that caused him to be passed over. Oh my god. Um, just to, like, make sense of that, a blank is what, yeah. uh, like, can still kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, continue. I got one, I got one more. I'll give you one more. Okay, I'm between three. I'll give yes. you one, one more. Um, according to Francis Ford Coppola, Michael Vidgazzo gave such a great performance as Frankie Pentangeli in the rehearsal of his testimony scene that Coppola wanted that Coppola wanted to start filming it immediately. But everyone had to break for lunch. During the break, <laughs> Gazzo got drunk and was and was unable to perform as well as he had in rehearsal. So he uh, well. got drunk before that scene, by the way. And Wait, he auditioned and they wanted to they wanted to film as soon as he auditioned. They were they were rehearsing the scene before they broke for lunch. Oh, they were room. rehearsing. I thought you said that he auditioned. Uh, no, I don't think that's what I, was I said. Like, what? That what I, said? I was like, what? I was like, how would they? Short... Uh, in the rehearsal. Oh, Sorry. okay. I was like, let me cons- so let me consult so, my notes. He's drinking on his lunch break. Apparently, while that's apparently, funny. man. So anyway, oh, man. um, yeah, I thought this movie was fantastic. Classic. I will still hold. To my stick, my guns. The first movie I think is a better film. I would have to rewatch. But this one feels like a. This one's definitely a bigger, more epic film because it spans. God, it spans like from nineteen oh one or whatever it is, nineteen oh nine to you know nineteen sixty. So it's just a bigger epic scope of a story. So well, I'm glad I finally seen it. I can uh, join in on conversations. (laughs) Yes, yes. Maybe maybe one day we'll see Godfather Part Three. Maybe I've never seen it. Maybe oh. 
know. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening. All right. Take care. And that's our show. What's Your Movie would like to thank Edith Mudge for providing our original theme music. And thank you all so much for listening. We hope we didn't ruin the movie too badly for you. But please make sure to subscribe. Leave a positive comment. Tell your friends. And follow us on the Insta at... What's Your Movie Podcast. Well, until next time. Take care.